So I saw on TikTok. I feel like I say that all the time. So I saw on TikTok. So this girl, she has a video. And the video says, and this is for everybody listening and you too. Would you rather marry the guy you lost your virginity to or stay at your first job forever? Eliana, I'm going with you first. Join <laughs> me first. Um, I would definitely stay at, if I had absolutely no choice, stay at my first job forever. I would, even though I hated it. And okay. I was there for about four days before I left. <laughs> four days? It was McDonald's. <laughs> Wait, Eliana, I never I, knew you worked at McDonald's. Yeah, for like Did I, you know a that? few days. She mentioned it before, I think. Yeah. And you said that. You said, I didn't know that. Well, oh, dude, I don't know. I don't know. My memory's been shit lately. I've so. been telling you this, sis, but uh, yeah, for like four days, and then I left. That wasn't a job. No, it was. I thought your first job was PetSmart. No, that was when I was in undergrad. But <laughs> oops, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm not going with the person I lost my. Virginity so you would to. St- okay. So you would stay at your first job forever. <laughs> I would also stay at my first job forever, but oh. it wasn't bad. I mean, it was our pastel. Of course. <laughs> What do you mean? Of course it was. Um, I definitely would stay on my first job forever. If Damn, I, do we all hate him that if, bad? Girl, I would have been in jail. Oh my, here we go, Diana. He's probably in jail. Yes, he is oh. in jail. No, I'm saying my, the person I lost my virginity to. Oh. I remember he had a kiss mark on his neck. <laughs> what the fuck? At the time of? At the time of. What the fuck? Oh. A kiss tattoo. It wasn't it. But yeah, anyways. the person I lost it to, I'm sure, doesn't have a very bright future. Damn. Or one at God, all. What does that say about us? Damn. No, I, I was t- young and dumb. I was no. young and dumb and a couple other things. But. And I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Same. Yeah, so. I wasn't. All right, anyways, guys, let's get started. I'm Julie. I'm Diana. I'm Eliana. And we're going to talk about love today. Are you guys excited for Valentine's Day? Wait, I think, I think this is the first year all. all of us have nothing. I never have anything. <laughs> what? I feel like I always do. Diana. All right, we're not going to look at Diana. <laughs> Anyways, um, but still, mm-hmm. I am still a firm believer in love. So we're going to talk about it today. You really are, girl. <laughs> Would you say I'm a hopeless romantic? I don't know what a hopeless romantic is. I don't is, think but you really give that hopeless romantic vibe, but I, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. I don't think outwardly you are, but I think internally you are. I don't, someone has to explain to me what it I, is. I will be more than happy to explain off off camera, for lack of a better word. <laughs> Offline. Offline. Well, <laughs> okay. so only because we're not celebrating with other people doesn't mean that we can't celebrate within ourselves. Galentine. Yes. Even though we're not having one, but I mean, we we're celebrate not. each other all the time, so it's fine. Yes, we do. We Even do. though we don't profess our love to each other, only when we're feeling the mush. I, I feel think like yesterday I gave you my whole like spiel how I feel about you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I feel I like do randomly. I, I always confess my love for people. I feel like out of the three of us, I confess my love and appreciation most. Sometimes when I'm drunk. Okay, when I'm drunk. Yes. When is that? Never. <laughs> So, so we're back to point A. I don't. Okay, inside I do. I think I I don't say. You do it, it very randomly and unexpected. Yes, 
I think it more than I say it. Diana just be like, I love you, bitch. <laughs> Mad aggr- I love you, bitch. <laughs> like, and, mad aggressive. And Julie's way of showing her love is just being aggressive. Like, she'll, like, choke hold me and just, like, rub my yeah. head. Like, I do the tough love, like, verbally and physically, I like feel. Like a pat on the back. Yes. Pat you on the back. Girl, no, you <laughs> like, slam me. <laughs> you definitely body slam me, Liana, every time. Jesus. Without, like, dropping her off her feet, but... But, like, when Eliana stays over and she stays at my... Eliana stays over and stays at my house, wow. Um, I give her a hug goodbye. Could you think about that, me and Eliana hugging? I you know, give her a hug? Yeah. yeah. Yo, there was, like, a month ago, you were... No, two months ago or something like that. You were in the house right before you left. You actually gave me a hug, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is so foreign from you. I mean... I don't know. I'm a very lovey person, but I kind of reciprocate what's given to me. So I love hugging people. The other day when we left this recording studio, I hugged you, Diana, and I hugged you, and I wanted to hug I you mean, guys. I mean, I'm used to you hugging me. I hug. I mean, I, I always, I always But you know what's hugs. weird? And before we actually start, because we're just going on a rant right oh, now. No, actually, I know. No, I'm just glad because like this is why you I'm guys were so like, uncomfortable when I hugged no, you. No, but hold on, that's my point. Me and Diana always say hi and bye to each other, like kiss and hug. But me and you, it's like <laughs> yo, or this one, the 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 pound or the peace sign. That I don't know. It's just. It's different, so but imagine if we actually had a Galentine. It would have been a, a slap, a slam. It would have been a, a fist pumping, that. fist pumping. You want to grab Eliana? I love you. <laughs> I actually did do that. I gave her the rub on the head the other yeah. day. What the fuck? <laughs> but anyways, I think Galentines. Yeah, it's just celebrating women and just loving ourselves, or is it loving? The just friendship. celebrating did, women, celebrating our love for each other. But when, like, when did this originate? Like, uh, who like, started this? Actually, I have no them. idea, but I'm glad they did. When honestly, did because a name like goes so well, Galentine's Gail, Gail, Gail. You think Gail started it? <laughs> no, it's Galentine's. I, I think it's just like for the singles, people who. Oh, what? S- when was, Refer to Google. So, okay, the Valentine's Day episode that sparked the cultural phenomenon aired 10 years ago on February 11, 2010 from the episode of Parks and Recreation. Parks and Rec. I love that show. Never of course, you guys it. don't know what show that is. I have no idea what that is. So it's yeah, that's like, when that's when Galentine originated. Oh. Damn, really? I'll have to go back and reference that episode. That episode. Uh, Show is kind of like the office dry humor type of thing, so I don't oh, think you guys would like it. But Parks and Rec dark. is really good. I gotta look into that. Oh, but, that's crazy. Um, I think it's like Eliana was saying. It's kind of just women being celebrated, and just like it's becoming a more inclusive thing. Like you're celebrating friendships, even if it's like male and female or just females. I think we don't cherish those friendships as much. Like we just kind of live in these friendships day to day and do. And I always say. Being in a friendship takes work, just like being in a relationship mm-hmm. takes work. Um, and I feel like now people are more inclined to celebrate those friendships and actually do stuff and get together and celebrate women. I don't know. And I think relationships were celebrated, were kind of put more on a pedestal than than just like singles. Mm. So I think Valentine's is, for lack of a better word, it's a good excuse to just celebrate your independence along with other female friends that are kind of on the same journey. So what are you guys doing then Valentine's Day to celebrate your independence? Well, I'm celebrating Valentine's Day. Oh, she is. She has a Valentine's. We don't. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm going to my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were supposed to have one, but it didn't end up working out. 
So, bueno. What am right. I doing on Valentine's Day? I'm going to work. Same. Probably. Oh, no, when is even ba- Valentine's on Day? On Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Guys, let's go get like some BTR or something. No, because we're going to go through the same thing. You live down south, you live smack in the middle, and I live <laughs> up north. Nobody, you're not driving. And no, actually, either again. way, restaurants on Tuesday are about to be disgusting. So revert back to point eight. We're not meeting. <laughs> we, we can, can zoom. have a virtual. Yes, actually, we do have meetings on Tuesday night. So look at that. It's that's perfect. what we're doing Valentine's Day. Okay, that's fine. I don't care. Actually, yeah. Uh, do we <laughs> don't have start to, with your busy schedule. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, um, so Eliana, you said that Valentine's Day is, you know, well, I think you, uh, Julie said, I'm sorry, that fr- it's like, you know, friendship love, extending love and like relationships and family relationships. So a quick side note. So I think I mentioned this to you guys, but for Valentine's Day, does your do your parents get you guys anything or like send you like a text message saying like, oh, like Feliz Dia de San Valentin? <laughs> Nothing? No. No. That's so sad. My Actually, my dad that. tells me happy Valentine's Day to him. That's so sweet. But I'm daddy's little girl. So. You are. You are. My parents never got me anything. I mean, they get each other stuff, obviously, year. but... What? I got flowers one year from somebody else, but that's it. That was the whole thing with the vase. Oh. Oh, <laughs> they we're going to talk about the vase later. Oh, we're talking about the vase later. Wait, anyway. hold on. But do you guys think that guys have something similar to Galentine's? Boylentine's. <laughs> Boy, Manlentine's man, Malentine, Boylentine. Actually, Malentine, male. Yes, Malentine. Let's just call it Malent. Joe, can you answer that? Do men have uh, a Galentine's? How they, how are they gonna have a Galentine? A ma- a Malentine. Okay. Is that a thing? Do you guys have something? Not that I'm aware of, but I like Malentines. I think that works. <laughs> I, Mira, you could start something. We just started it February 4th, Mira, 2023. Parks and, and Rec started Galentines. We just started Malentines. Do you We're think? We're going to patent it. Okay, let's, let's let's play devil's advocate like Julie likes to Tell say. your friends about if we, me. If, if guys were to have a Malentine or a Boylentine, how do you guys think it would look like? Oh, my God. I it's think either going to go one or two ways. I think it'll go like uh, a bachelor party. Kind of like that. That's that's one way. The second way could be watching sports, sitting on their asses, eating wings, like talking shit or on their phones. Or it could go the other way and it could be like Ileana said, like a bachelor pad type of thing. Like, I don't know, strippers, drinks, strippers. like acting crazy. Because men aren't really like dancers, I feel. So I feel <laughs> Imagine like a group of men just dancing doing TikToks. together. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see it. That's what I, I, it's going to go one or two ways, but I think they would just call it a guy's night out. Like, I don't think they put a name to it. They're not emotional creatures. So. They're really not. They, never mind. That's what I said. They're so fucked up. Say it. This <laughs> is the space to do it. No. But let's kind of transition to um, when we were kids, like how Valentine's Day looks for us. I know since I went to school in the Bronx, like. <laughs> in the trenches. <laughs> <laughs> we always had to bring in, like, well, my mom had to make them. We had to bring in little cupcakes and then the little cards. You guys know which ones I'm talking yeah. about with, like, the Smarties or chocolates, whatever. And we'd have to pass them around and then, like, everyone would write, like, fake little love notes to each other. It wasn't about fake those. in that time. It, it wasn't was fake. Like, it was like infatuation with these little kids. Except I wrote mine to, like, girls. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, because, like, I thought they were pretty. No, I'm not, <laughs> not because Mira, of this is what reason. it started. No, wait. No, no, it didn't. No. Okay. Anyways, how was it for you guys in school when we were little? Um, 
I used to actually have a lot of fun, like, buying, like, candy and, like, cards and, like, writing it to, like, everybody in my classroom and stuff like that. I don't know how to write well. But, like, I would try my best to, like, write it in English and in Spanish. Like your handwriting or, like, the words? Like the words. Oh. Girl, you know I struggle with English. Well, yeah. I didn't know English either until, like, fifth grade. Yes. So um, I would, like, write it sometimes in, like, Spanish and, like, English or whatever. i try my best. And I would just give it out. And I'd be really happy, like, giving it out to my classmates. And sometimes I'd receive things back. Sometimes you I wouldn't. you imagine Diana with friends when she was younger? That. I was, your family were your friends. My family. I had sisters. So, like, I would have a lot of more, like, me and my sisters would always, like, share things. It would be fun. I don't know. I, I feel like Dana was a little girl at the lunch table by herself. I used to be a lot alone. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, why? I like the girl. <laughs> oh, I know. Look who you grew up to be. Listen, you just like being alone. One, yes. Yes. I was fine. I was happy. You don't got to bother me. I was outside playing kickball. I had I, my little group. Um, like I had my little group for high school and then most of that group was, were, were the people that I went to like grammar school with. So it's always pretty much remained consistent. But I remember they'd give out carnations when I was in high school and like, especially like the cool kids, like they'd be leaving class with like arms full of carnations and carnations, like from what I remember, it's kind of like those fillers you know, when you have roses, it's just those fillers. Like, it's not even a flower. They look like corns just carrying, like, <laughs> yeah. armfuls Like, you of blow carnation. them away like they're going to be naked. Yeah, like, it's going to be on your hair. So, um, if you didn't have it, if you didn't get them, basically, you were in shit from what I remember. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really care for them. That actually leads <clears> us <throat> right into our next uh, topic here. It almost sounds as if, like... Well, it was probably a popularity contest, but aside from that, maybe that was their way of those kids showing like how much they appreciated one person versus the other. Mm-hmm. I guess obviously that was the point of it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and in Diana's words, you should never use just one day to appreciate someone. You should never use one day to like start your life over because, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think Valentine's Day should be defined to like the one day of the year that you really show your love to the person? Or obviously you should be doing it throughout the year, but I'm a firm believer in giving people their flowers at any time of year, like physical flowers. I'm like on both sides. I feel like because we're so used to be like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Let's go out to dinner. Let's dress nice. I have to get him a Valentine's Day gift. I, you know, I'm expecting flowers. I'm expecting something. But then when I see like others expressing more of their love, it's like I'm a hypocrite because it's like that bothers me. Like you're, you're showing more love to somebody and I'm over here doing the fucking same thing. But I get I get fucked over. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That's nah. a good laugh. <laughs> Sorry, but, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, yeah. So moving on. I don't know. I um, I do believe people should be receiving their flowers, uh, daily. Um, it doesn't have to. You don't have to go all out every single day. But the one day I do think it's acceptable to go all out. Well, one of the days it's Valentine's Day. Um, so yeah, just daily. I think instead of like trying to see it as, oh, it's Valentine's Day, like, you know, we have to do something. Why don't you just be like, you know, let's do a date night. You know, a date night, people are always like, you know, they they put more effort into like the person. So, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of saying, oh, yeah, it's Valentine's Day, we have to go out, we have to go do something. It's like, no, it's date night. Like, we should go do something. We should go have fun. Like, it doesn't have to be a restaurant. We can go to Dave and Buster's. We can go 
skydiving i don't fucking know <laughs> but like <laughs> but like something like you know fun and like entertaining and like things that it, it's not necessarily showing the person that you love them more on that extra date. It's appreciating the time that you guys have together. Mm-hmm. Dating yourselves. Yes, you have a point. I feel like Valentine's Day should be about quality time. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be based around what you give, like monetary, right? Like financial oh, material. He took me to, um, you know, Ruth fi- Chris. fine dining, right? Or he got me a really expensive watch. Like, yeah, that's great and all, but like, did he just deliver this stuff to you because he got caught up at work or did he take time off of work to come spend it with you? Mm, There's a difference. Yeah. So I feel like Valentine's Day should be a day that the only expectation is to spend time with your significant other. Yeah, What just you guys do, time. it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, quality time, spending time together, ab- absorbing all that time that you guys mm-hmm. missed and just, you know, just making it fun. Yeah. I like it. <clears throat> so let's turn to the different types of love um so let's start off with our type of love us <laughs> right here <laughs> so platonic love and i feel like this is one of Eliana's favorite because as she mentioned before she's very affectionate when it comes to her friends like i feel like you're and i always tell you this you're really good at maintaining friendships mm-hmm. for like years at a time um, so what do you for think forever I mean I've never really gotten out of a friendship well that you I have to... I mean but you can count on one hand I could count on one finger just one that I needed to get rid of but yeah yeah I, for me it's definitely been a lot more than that like I just I don't know you're really good at keeping friendships so what do you think platonic love should look like kind of like on both ends platonic love should be one mutual um there should I think all the elements of a healthy relationship should be present, obviously, minus the the physical connection. That would basically be the definition of a platonic love. And I feel like obviously the communication has to be there, um, the respect, um, the spending the quality time, I think that's essential for any relationship. And I think those are all things that we carry and we kind of value with this relationship. So, Eliana, you mentioned everything that a platonic love has except the physical kind of differentiary. It's a romantic versus platonic. How does that look like from the like outside looking in? I know, actually, it's not something I mentioned to you guys, but I had a time where I was very close to a female. And story of my life. <laughs> I was very close to a female and like she would come hang out at my parents house all the time, like after school, whatever. And I low-key felt like my parents started to think something else. Like, oh, Mm. you guys are always together. You guys are very close. Like, don't close your bedroom door. But I promise you, it was nothing like that. But since we were younger, my parents just assumed that I was in, like, in a discovery phase. And we were literally just best friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, Ileana, you had someone like that in your past, too, where people got the wrong idea. Yeah, she's made her debut on this episode before. But I'll bring her up again. Um, A friend that I was close to for a few years in high school, um, like I'm telling you, every single day we would hang out. Like after school, we would hang out. I would do the most. Obviously, I wasn't driving. So just think kind of picture this like i would literally go to extremes to see this person so obviously where i lived in north bergen it was at the very top of a hill right imagine taking the bus all throughout bergen line and walking all the way down to tunnelly 
And it's oh, at the no. very bottom of a hill. So it was like a 25-minute walk. Girl. I would do that every single day. Like, I'm telling you. I, my and mom, cold, too? It cold. It could be anything. I don't know. It, it was just the thing to do, I guess. So um, my mom, after a while, she's like, Eliana, ten cuidado. Like, be careful. It's always that ten cuidado. A little yeah, warning. Be, be careful. And I'm like, be careful for what? Like, y tú tan inocente. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Um, but I knew what I was doing. But um, Obviously. I knew 100%. But yeah, that's kind of that again. I will say, <laughs> um, and this can happen with a male or female, um, sometimes when you do hang out a lot with someone, mm-hmm. feelings can develop, right? So although it's very platonic, there's mutual understanding, it's human nature to gain feelings for someone unexpectedly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, regardless if it's a male or female. It is? So, yes, yeah. you could gain feel like... like what, like, what do you mean, like a friendship or like... Uh, you like, could just like... Let's say, like... I don't. I could use my friend for example. Let's say her and I were best friends for like five years, and then like we decided like, yo, like I like her more than just friends. That's what I'm saying could happen. Obviously, oh. whatever your preference is, oh, or which what I'm about to mention now. Okay. I had a guy best friend, kind of same scenario. Um, it ruined our friendship because he wanted to be more. Oh. So I feel like a lot of times with males, and this has happened to me often, probably because I just don't know how to not flirt. Um, <laughs> Him and I were very best friends in high school for many years. Like, we never crossed the line. He respected my relationships. I respected his. Until one day he was like, Jalissa, like, I think I like you more. And it made things very awkward. And it ruined it for, like, five, six years we didn't talk. And it sucked because he was literally my best friend. But the moment someone makes that unexpected move, it's like, shit. You know what I mean? I mean, it could work out. It could. But it could also, like, backfire. But some people aren't willing to take that risk to mess up the friendship by trying a relationship. Or it could go either way. Because you were friends first, in Diana's theory, it could work out to be the best thing ever because you guys were friends first. So it could go either way. I just wasn't willing to take that risk. And I didn't like him like that. So That sucks, though. For who? Me or him? No, like, losing a friend. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, it's like... So many years of friendship just gone. All like not. I don't want to say only be like only because there was feelings involved, but just like the whole foundation of how you guys build your friendship and so many years and things that you guys shared with each other. Like yeah. that sucks. Like I'm he sorry. knew me in and out, and I knew him in and out. So it did suck, but it definitely happens. Yeah. Um. But kind of on the same aspect of that, have you guys have ever run into a situation where you're dating somebody, right, and that person has a best friend of the opposite sex? We all know when the guy says, oh, she's just my friend. Or the girl says, oh, that's my best friend. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I have an example of this. And, like, I guess it hasn't really happened to me. So Leo, the guy that we brought in, in a few episodes back, he, like, when we first met, like, it was strictly, like, just, like, friendship. Like, literally, that was my point of view. I don't know about his point of view, but that was my point of view. Like, just friends. And I remember we went out to eat because we were both working in New York. I mean, we both went out to eat. And in my head, I'm just like, I really hope that he doesn't think that this is more because I'm not seeing it that way. And if he's seeing it that way, then it's like donezo for me. Like, I'm just seeing you as friends, as a friend. So fast forward, what we're, we've been friends now for, I think, three, four years. And nothing else has happened. But now that he, when I got into a relationship, like I told my partner, I was like, hey, like he's literally like my guy best friend. Like he's like my brother, like literally, like he knows so much about me. 
And it was kind of hard for my partner to accept that because he's just like, well, they always want more. Like, you know, like they right. always want more. You know, you're going to tell me that he hasn't flirted with Men you. Men are always sexualizing. Or any mm-hmm. of that. And I'm just like, no. Like, because I haven't allowed that one. And like, I, you know, had my boundaries from the get and he respected that. And like, there was never anything more. But now I don't know how it is because he's in a relationship right now that, you know, with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And and even with the girls that he spoke to before, it was always just like, oh, like, you know, I just want to say, you know, like I do have a girl best friend. Like I do talk to her on Instagram. I call her like we text not all the time, but we, you know, frequently mm-hmm. talk. I don't know how his girlfriend now takes it. I mean, actually, I do know because like we're, 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 we're pretty cool, I think. Um, uh, no, no, she's really cool. I mean, I, I, from when I met her, I think she's really cool. And the times that we interacted on Instagram, but I, it would suck to see, it would suck to see and it would suck to hear if his girlfriend would feel a certain type of way because I'm his best friend. And the fact that he told her and other people in advance, like, Hey, this is my best friend. Like, I don't want you feeling alarmed or anything. It just sucks that you have to kind of put like a warning label first mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that, you know, that it's now so frowned upon to have a girl best friend or a guy best friend or just a friendship in general with the opposite mm-hmm. sex when you're in a relationship because it's automatically red flags. It's automatically, oh, they want more. Like, that's bullshit. They're not yeah. just your friend. And it's just like, well, me and you start off as friends. And just because me and you start off as friends and now you're in a relationship because I allowed that boundary to open. And I allowed you to, you know, I allowed for us to build more than that. But if I'm not, not allowing that to be more then there's nothing for you to worry about yeah and that's a lot deeper too is it kind of builds off of like insecurities trust and all that stuff like if your partner is not sure of one themselves and two of what they have with you then essentially they're going to be always mad at the people that surround you mm-hmm. but yes and to add on to what i was saying before even when i have friends guys and girls i always kept it straight friendship. Mm-hmm. Mostly guys, always friendship. I never did more with my friends ever, 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 ever. And if you're with somebody who at, at one point they consider them their, their friend and they ended up messing around with them or they've kissed or they've done something, then of course, like, you don't know how to have friends because right. your friends mm-hmm. end up turning up to your fuck buddies or you mm-hmm. guys done something in the past. So how can I trust you? You're over here reflecting your insecurities because you can't, you can't trust me because of the shit that you've done. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here getting the shit on the back burner, the end of the The, stick. The the short short end of the stick. stick. Yeah, that shit. (laughs) And I was like, so you're reflecting your insecurities on me because you don't know how to have friends because you fuck around with them all all the Mm -hmm. time. But I'm not you. I'm not you and I would never do that. Mm -mm. So, no. Yeah, sorry. I I mean, I feel like I... I like that. Eliana has always told me, like, I can't have male friends. (laughs) Can I finish my (laughs) statement? I'm kidding. No, to Eliana's theory, if I find them even the slightest bit attractive, mm. I'm going to unintentionally, subconsciously flirt. I don't know what it is. You're going to manipulate the situation, I feel. Very subtly, like not very like outwardly. Yeah. But you're going to make it so it works out in your favor. And what you want gets fulfilled. Correct. Ooh. But... That's I fine like because that. everyone's gonna do what they want. Like exactly. everyone's gonna. I'm not saying everyone's gonna get their lick. Lick back. <laughs> no, just their lick because I'm not lick. getting nothing back. She's a tootsie roll. <laughs> wow, you're a tootsie roll, girl. <laughs> um, but that's very interesting. Um, and actually, when we get to story time later, I have a perfect scenario where this guy that I was talking to had a best friend, and my day was ruined on Valentine's Day. So it is the perfect story for today's topic. Jeez. But anyway, let's transition into a girlfriend's love. Um, so Diana, you were mentioning the other day that 
sometimes you reach a point in a relationship where you want to celebrate more with your girlfriends or female friends rather than your partner. So you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. So um, I feel like initially when you're getting into a relationship with someone, you have baggage. And by baggage, I mean like you have a best friend. So I feel like they, they always say, um, you know, if you date my best friend, you're dating me too. Right. So um, I think that it came to a point especially in my relationship where in the beginning I would do everything with him and with her, with my best friend, Laura. I would do everything, literally. And it came to a point where it's just like, he's just like, when are we going to do things together? Like me and you and not have like a third wheel. And I'm just like, but I thought that you enjoyed hanging out with her. And I, and now that I think about it, the reason why was because I did not feel comfortable just hanging out me and him. My comfortability was when she was around. So when she mm. wasn't around, what Laura, do me and what's him? Your comfort? When she wasn't around, what did me and him have to talk about? You know, so I felt like I had to slowly start eliminating Laura from our relationship, so that way me and him could have built our relationship and learn how to communicate and like learn to just be together. But when I tell you that there was days where it was just awkward, like we had nothing to talk about because you guys how know Laura is. And Laura, mm-hmm. ella puede hablar. Oof. Yeah, and she talks to everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, she's a social butterfly. I'm not. He's not. So it's just like, what do we talk about? So it was really crazy that we were depending so much on her to be a, like a building block in our relationship when we literally did not even establish our foundation, our communication yet, because it was just very uncomfortable. I feel like that's happened when, with us a few times. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, I forgot what it was that I would say, but... I always I was always third wheeling whenever you were getting to know a person first dates or whatever the case may be I'd always be I'd always cuz you know it's my safe space yeah, like yeah it's a like, safe space you need that one friend that's going to break the ice that's going to crack a joke I feel like the thing that would break <laughs> yeah, the ice definitely crack the, was throwing <laughs> me under the bus yeah, in some way so that would kind of build the the relationship I feel like you know how I don't know. I like. I know you like the back of my hand, so I would kind of brief them on what they're getting into, but I'd make it wow. in a joking way. It was like lighthearted, yeah. Um, I'd I'd make it in a joking way, and then conversation would then start, and then like little by little, like when the relationship started getting serious, it's like mom took off the training wheels, and mom. Yeah, took I'm like, okay, now day. go, sweetie. You're doing great. <laughs> Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> no, that actually reminds me though of. We're going to name him Ho. Mm, he, he's a Ho. Yeah. Um, oh. When him and I were getting to know each other, but you were also talking to one of his friends, so it was like... Girl, that was three <laughs> weeks. Let, forget that ever happened. All right, whatever. <laughs> forget that happened, he's, please. He's a no-name. But to my point, you were always with us. Like It was mm-hmm. always us three for months yeah. until him and I started like hanging out on our own, and it was like arguments left and right like we didn't even get along too much it was just it was a rough time but Ileana was always like the shining star and the positive light in our like I don't know moments like us three hanging out and I think something that Ileana said before is that like each person in that relationship well your best friend and your boyfriend or girlfriend they serve different purposes in your life Mm -hmm. so Ileana like how do you like I guess explain a little bit more like what you mean by that so I you turn to different people for different things. You rely on different people for different things. Um, you mentioned, like you mentioned before, like Laura was your safe space mm-hmm. in your relationship. You had that 
it, that that different type of intimacy with her right. that you might not have had with your significant other. Mm-hmm. So your significant other, I mean, physical, that's kind of what he supply you with. Mm-hmm. But then you, everything emotional, everything else, you depend so on. It was so hard to build. That's a good point. Oh, my God. It yeah. was so hard to build because I feel like we were both unavailable. So when you took out the emotional from the the trio that you had, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I can't even go like this. When um, my ulnar nerve hurts, but when you <laughs> when you take out the emotional from that equation, mm-hmm. you just have physical, yeah, and your emotional has nowhere to go. Yeah, that's true. Bars. Literally bars. Moving on. It's just two <laughs> two blocks just sitting there. <laughs> literally. I'm serious. Like, no, you're so right. Blocks. Literally. No blocks. Yeah. I see. No, because you and... I feel like you and him are very much alike in that sense. Like, you're very introverted unless someone brings out the... I think there's a lot of... Speaking... <laughs> speaking be, years ago, whenever I'd hang out with the three of you guys, whenever there was something going on, an event or whatever in your house, there was more physical. Mm-hmm. There was always physical. I never saw, like, that emotional, just, like, kind of, like, the, the what we provide here. Yeah. I definitely agree. I feel like, <clears throat> I don't know, I feel like your best friends or your friends, male, female, are always going to be more emotionally available than your partner. Girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, 100%. But that's that's what makes a friendship a good friendship because sometimes you just need a friend. Like, sometimes, like, hey, just sit there and listen to me. Like, I don't want any feedback. Just I'm going to rant and that's it. Like I'm literally that friend. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I feel like we're all that to each other. Like, you know, if you don't want any feedback, that's fine. Mm -hmm. We're just going to listen to each other. Yeah, I just need to hear I just need a friend, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, no, that's really good. But since we were kind of on the topic of partner, let's transition to romantic love. Which for some of us is our least favorite, for some of us is our favorite, which you guys say I may be a hopeless romantic. <laughs> um, but the other day I had sent you guys a video regarding loving with conditions. Um, and Ileana touched on this the other day. We were talking in a meeting or something about what unconditional love is. And if you think about it, no love is really unconditional. So I feel like these days a lot of people always mention why they love somebody, right? I love you because you're good to me. I love you because you care about me. I love you because you cook for me. This, this, and that. But what about the things that you love them for because they don't do these certain things? So I'm going to play a video and then we could chat about it. It's not loving you because of, it's loving you in spite of. That's Anybody right. can love you because of. I can love you because you're cute. I can love you because of your job. I can love you because you buy me nice things. But do you love me in spite of my weight? Do you love me in spite of my anger? Because that's when love shows up. That's it. It's easy to show up when, oh, you gave me a gift. Oh, I gave you a gift on oh, vacation. That's easy. Builds. That's it's, it's easy. That's, the that's, real love shows up in spite of what's yeah. going on. Bars. That's, that's deep. In spite of. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times... Unless you have that really strong foundation set. And this applies, I feel like, for our relationships, Mm -hmm. friendships, too, because everyone has flaws. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have to ultimately decide if you're going to love that person, regardless of what they bring, what flaws they have. So that's the in spite of part. Like, I'm sure you guys deal with my craziness, but you still love me in spite of Mm -hmm. the fact that I'm X, Y, Z. Same with you. Same with you. So I feel like that also applies to our relationship. A lot of times people don't speak that way. It's so easy to say, I love you because you bought me this really expensive thing. 
but it's not easy to say I love you in spite of you, you know, crying over everything Mm -hmm. or in spite of you always complaining or in spite of like what people would say the negative things. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I actually love that TikTok. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, So I guess to piggyback off that conversation. So have you... I feel like I've dealt with this for such a long time and that it's still a little blurred to me. So they always say, um, or people from what I've heard, it's like, you know, you can have love for someone and not be in love with them. Or like, you know, it's always like, you know, I have love for you, but I'm not in love with you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I, when I was starting my relationship, you know, I would be like, you know, I have love for you, you know, if something happened to you, I would cry. If something, if you get hurt, I would feel sad. Like, you know, I would have an emotional connection towards you, but like, am I in that point where I'm deeply rooted in love with you, where I'm willing to go through all these crazy things with you and still accept it? Mm -hmm. No. And I think that takes time, but I feel like people sometimes fall in love first and they see, they don't really see the person for who they are. And once you are unblinded, you have love for them, but you're not in love with them. They're actually a complete opposite person. Yeah. And it's crazy that when you're blinded, you get, to, you get to see the person for, like, who they really are. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times people, um, they don't realize that it's so much healthier when you build that foundation and friendship first and build that love for someone before you fall in love with them. Because I feel like you really need to analyze what you're falling in love with, who you're falling in love with. Like, you need to fall in love with people's bad bad sides, good sides, flaws. Like, you need to love them wholeheartedly, not just parts of them. But seeing what's worth loving. Because if it's doing more harm for you, then retract. Like, If loving that person for that specific reason or loving that person that way doesn't feel like it's loving you back or doesn't feel like love to you then essentially you're not actually in love you're not in love with the good person or you're not in love with the good things so it kind of like reminds me of my past relationship I literally woke up one day and I was like I'm not in love with him anymore but it's because I fell out of love because he stopped being who he once was Mm -hmm. and once that person stops being that specific person or damn I thought you were something else you realize, like, you know what, like, I got love for you, but that's it. I still have love for him to this day, but that's that's it. Like, I could never go back to a place where I will put that depth into what I once felt. Yeah. There's a saying. I think it's, like, once the heart or the mind goes, the body follows. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And I actually saw that the other day, and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, that's actually very true. Like, once you are mentally tapped out of the person— that's it. And I think that's when you reach your point where you're just like, you know, now I can physically be without you. Mm-hmm. Some people be like, you know, I can't be without you. Like, I need to but be But what does with that you. actually mean? And then, one, yeah, so once your mind and body are literally in tune, you you get to walk away finally without feeling bad, without feeling anything, any regret. You walk away at peace. Yes. Here's the catch 22. Oh, and God. Then you hear I knew I said, it was coming. No, check this out, for real. When you first... Like somebody, what do you fall in love with first? Probably their physical, right? Mm-hmm. The last thing you fall in love with is their mind. Yeah. Oof. When you're exiting, 
the first thing you fall out of love with is their the mind. mind. The next thing is the physical. Ooh. And then Catch sometimes, sometimes it takes there. longer for a person to kind of have that mind-body connection. So they'll leave mentally, but they'll still stick around for the physical. Exactly. And that is something I would yeah. never, ever, ever. Don't ever say ever. Never want to do. Right. Say it oh, that way. Yeah. yeah. Girl. <laughs> then it was mm-hmm. my- <laughs> No, because like I don't want to... I don't want to say, You don't want to have just physical. Yeah. I don't want to waste my time. I think that's... Well, I look at everything as an experience. I look at everything as growing pains. Is that what we call yeah. it? I don't know. Growing pains. Essentially, you should never sit in a situation, but ultimately, you are the full decision maker of everything you do in life, and everything is your fault. So if you decide to put yourself through that... Oh, agreed. ...disconnection, then that's on you. That's on us. Yeah. So... And then let's talk about love being one-sided. Mm. Have you guys experienced that? Uh, too many times. But I've actually been on the side that doesn't love equally. So I've been yeah. on both sides, that's good. unfortunately. That's good? That's not no, good? No, that's good because at least... <laughs> no, that's good because you get experiences from both. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not... It's a shitty it's feeling, It's not one-sided though. to be one-sided. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I was I was on that. Um if, if you guys have been following Rule of M, um, <laughs> I've mentioned this relationship in the past where in the beginning it was it was mutual, whatever. And then mentally I disconnected for whatever reason. And then while I mentally disconnected, he was pressing the, the gas like he was trying to, like, let me know that, like, listen, we're going to work this out. But I was just your mind and heart wasn't there. Anymore. My mind and heart were, was not there. So he would give more than what I was willing to give yeah. or receive. Like, I was not being receptive of anything that he was giving me. But I think point. the common denominator is loving someone in their language versus them loving us in our language. So what I'm trying to say is, like, you know, you know, like the five love languages, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, Julie, you know, what if your love language is, you know, um, acts of service or gift, oh, gift giving? Let's just mm-hmm. say that, right? And his is um, words of affirmation. So that's actually really great because if you're over here gifting, 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 and he's like, I don't want that. I want you to talk to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Talk to me. Come here, like, don't shut down. And you're still gifting, 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 gifting. And he's like trying to communicate with you. That right there, it's, it's, it's not going to work. Unfortunately, it's just not going to work because one of us is going to feel resentment. That actually reminded me of... That's, that's crazy yeah and I feel like love languages change as we get older because now I love gift giving for whatever reason I feel like you were forced into that I turned into that you, I feel yeah, like after that, that relationship but my oh, ex girl, that's literally yeah, what yeah, we were yeah I needed the quality time and the words of affirmation and he never gave that to me because mm-hmm. he would just not talk but Are he would buy me oh, every, every the most expensive marca <laughs> Bro, the most I would get text messages and calls, be like, "Yo, what's the what, what's the shoe size? Do you think she's gonna like this?" I'm like, "Have you seen the price?" I think so, but I don't think she. Every expensive thing that I own is because he gifted it to me, and I'm just like, "Yo, that's cute and all." Now I'm like, "Yo, I, I got designer shit," but oh, before, yeah, I did not care about it because I literally just wanted your mind, I wanted your heart, I wanted you to be present, talk to present. me, like, yeah. Match your words with your actions. That's all I cared about. The, the only clouds. present that I wanted was you. Literally, no, literally. <laughs> yeah. And I got gifts. So now I'm the one gift giving, but I'm also now very conscious of how the other person wants to be loved because, like you said, that's very important. You can't just throw something at them and like they're just gonna stand there and yeah. just get hit with it. Mm-hmm. Literally. 
Were you loving that person in your love language? Were you giving him the words of affirmation? Were you giving him, trying to give him that quality time? A thousand percent. And he wasn't acknowledging it. He wasn't receiving it. No, because it. his love language is gift giving. And no, I, I know, was but... not. I mean, I did it once, but I was not going to spend thousands of dollars on gifts. I was not going to buy you a gift or every little thing. I didn't buy him a Christmas gift the last Christmas we were together. Um, didn't buy him, like, a birthday cake. Like, there was times where I did not get him shit. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to spend quality time with him. But yeah. why? Because that's what I wanted to love in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's still your love language. I know that you said that. All five I- of them, really. <sighs> Dana, we got to figure out yours. Nah. <laughs> I Why think not? you're a hybrid. <laughs> we had this conversation. She's, she's a hybrid. She's a. She's <laughs> Maybe a, they'll come up with a new one. I think there's other. a six that's reserved specifically for you. Other. I don't know. I, okay. What are the? Okay. Let, let's look this up. What are the love languages? It's acts and, of and, service, and can, quality time. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Gift love, giving. Gift giving. There's one that's uh, not community service. What is it? Acts of service. <laughs> acts of service. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You would like a community service type of man. <laughs> well, that. All right, Listen. so love language, words <laughs> of affirmation. Um, okay, so words of affirmation. I think that words sometimes are just bullshit. Your actions show me more. Uh, acts of service. Um, if you're acting funny, I'm going to show you a funny. Uh, gifts. That's not even what that means. Act- uh, <laughs> acts of <laughs> service is like the man taking your car to get washed or like taking it to get a tire fixed. I would or appreciate that. But shoveling your car out the snow. But this thing, I can do that. Yo, uh, Miss Independent. Like I would appreciate it. I'd be like, oh, thank you. But that doesn't, it's, it's not, not going to melt your like, heart. It's not going to melt my heart. Or drop your that. pants. Oh. Got it. No, uh, uh, tampoco eso. <laughs> Los panties se quedan. If a man were to sit you down and, and like, tell you, like, listen, you got to sit down. Let me take care of you. Uh, when that man comes, you let me know. Okay, wow. but. Uh, gifts. Uh, I can buy myself gifts. Quality time. I like my own time. Physical touch. Don't touch me. <laughs> That's it. We talked about this in Syracuse. I know. Like, it's just. You're literally anti-Cupid. I'm. Eh. Oh, my God. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, let's move into story time really quick. How about we talk about the worst Valentine's Day we ever had? And while we had this whole conversation, I thought of two other instances. Jesus Christ. But I'm only going to pick one and the, may the best win. Um, <laughs> who, who do you want to go first? Actually, I'll start this time because oh. I'm always pointing to you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. So back in 20... When was I in high school? 2011? Yeah. Back in 2010, actually, is when it happened. Um, This guy, which you guys both know very well, um, it was during my single but taken summer, that guy. Okay. Um, Him and I had a thing in high school, whatever. He always walked into my job, Aeropostale. Damn, this whole podcast just tied in together for this specific person. Aeropostale, you better sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) My first job, he walked in there, whatever. It was Valentine's Day. Oh, I remember this. He came to bring me flowers with his, air quotes, best friend, Right. Cool. Came in. I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like and I still remember exactly what the flowers looked like. They were yellow, turquoise and purple. I remember them perfectly. It's colorful. Very. Um, so whatever. So I had his friend, my dumbass. I was like oblivious. Yeah, that's really his best friend. Fast forward. Him and I started getting like a little weird. He started like showing up less, whatever. And turns out they were both in the same graduating class and they went to senior prom together 
And that summer, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to prom with such and such. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I was two grades below, so he couldn't have taken me. I was like, okay, I didn't think anything of it. That summer, probably like a month after prom, they ended up getting together after I had cut him off because, like, I just felt weird. I cut him off, and for about nine years, eight, nine years, I didn't want flowers from anyone. I was literally traumatized because I felt like flowers— that was the first guy that ever did something so special on Valentine's Day, and he literally ruined it for me. And I held that against him for years, and I just hated flowers for all those years. But now I, like, I don't really care about them. It is what it is. I can buy myself flowers. You definitely can. No pun intended, but I literally can. So— Um, that was, that, I don't know if that was the worst Valentine's, but I think that was the most painful one. Cause yeah. like it really hurt like, of course with that girl, that like, yeah, that's things. Yeah. So I was kind of looking forward to hearing one of the other two. Cause I heard that if one. If we have time, I'll save it for the end. But anyways, we'll move on. Okay. You go dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so evil. Um, so I want to say this happened last year. Um, me and, um, my partner at the time, we were arguing. I forgot about what. So we were just arguing. Like, we just weren't really talking to each other. But we lived together. <laughs> so um, I ended up, I had, like, I, I know how he is. So I figured that he wasn't going to get me a gift. I, I, I just figured that he wasn't going to get me anything. Or if he, if he was, it was going to be something, like, very, like, whatever. Like a card, whatever. So I and I actually got him a gift. I got him <laughs> boxers with my face on it. <laughs> I remember, I remember this. you mentioned that. And um, so it was already like I was about to, like it was about to be like twelve. So I'm just like you know I'm just gonna give it to him now. So I got up angry from my bed and I was just like here's your gift, Happy Valentine's Day. And I just dropped it and I just walked out and I went back into my room. Then I remember this story. Then. <sighs> Ah, okay and then afterwards um like 20 minutes pass by and he comes into the room and he drops off a bag and he puts it right next to me and i'm just like and he just walks out so i'm like okay so i open up the box and it's a it's a pen i think it's a pandora or Swarovski. I forgot. Swar- I think it was Swarovski. And I open it up and I'm like, what like what did he get me? So I open up the bag and it's a little ring box. So I'm just like, oh, oh, he got me like a ring. Like not an engagement, just like a ring that I wanted. I <laughs> I open up the box. Y el anillo pa cuando? Because there was no there was no ring in it. <laughs> he gave me an empty box. Like, Is this when some sick I joke? tell you that I was like and I looked inside. I was like, maybe it fell out or whatever. I like literally tore that whole bag apart. I was like, this motherfucker, this motherfucker. I, I saw red. I stomped out of my room. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking joking? You guys can guess what happened after that. But yeah, an empty ring. Box. I don't know what I would have Do done. Do you know how embarrassed? <sighs> I think I would have sat there and laughed and cried at the same time. I was furious because I'm just, I know how petty he is. So you think if, he would do, like, I think he would. Do you do you forget who he is? No, I know, but that's low. To think Girl, that he would do that on nothing. purpose. Anyway, he's been lower. 
It's, yes, he has. But so when I saw that, and I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like I was furious because I was just like, "I, I first of all, what the fuck? Like if you thought you got me pissed, now you got me furious. I, you could, you guys can just imagine what the fuck happened afterwards. But yeah, that was the worst Valentine's Day I've I've ever experienced in my life. Literally, designer shit and everything. I opened the box, the box, nothing. There was nothing inside. I, I would have rather just not have a gift. I mean, at yo, that point. I was mad. I was so fucking mad. Oh, I okay. never want to relive that in my life, ever. Well, I can't. My story can't compare to you guys at all. Um, last, no, a few Valentine's Days ago. She's so soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because, I mean, I, my story cannot match up to yours. <laughs> you guys should have saved yours for, for last. But, um... My first Valentine's Day with somebody, they gave me flowers with no vase. And then <laughs> that was it. And I didn't own a vase. Um, and whatever, those flowers sat on the table with no vase and they died. That was it. That's so sad. End Aww. of story. End of story. Hooray, everybody. Hooray. Literally. Hooray. Yeah. That but was... this is another moment. Remember how we mentioned kitchen? This is one of those things where Ileana was expecting something that's, like, not the norm. Like, people do give flowers without vases. But who? Are you serious? Like, you is that abnormal for I have, Like, I've never received flowers, like, as a... You know what? I'm going to get you flowers with a vase. But wait, she has these crazy expectations, but she's never received flowers. No, what crazy expectations do I have? A vase. A flower? Is flowers with vase. Or Whatever it is, <laughs> I've given my mom flowers just like in the plastic yeah, packaging. Well, well, with, like, the knowing that she has no, the vase is not in mine. Like it's the flowers that you're giving. Like, so when you go to Walmart, put that shit in right? a cup and you fucking get flowers. Is the vase there? I don't. Uh, no, you no. just get it and it's the, the, with the stems, and you're like, yeah. hey, here, you know, what you have to cut them up yourself and like put the yeah. flower. He in. got these special delivered. It's like some website. One eight hundred flowers. I have no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the purple box if it, if it wasn't I have then... no idea it was like a very fancy box and I'm like okay this anyway it'll have a vase but no nothing so if so. he got him off a website he had the option to get a vase yes which he said now... I didn't get the vase that's what he said oh he said that yeah. alright he ain't shit alright yeah. so your story was actually bad thank you I didn't know that I still don't yeah, think but it's that bad he opted to not get the vase on the site but it's still flowers no you're being cheap as fuck I mean, honestly, if he said that, that's a little he, fucked up. He didn't say that. Lie. That's a little It's different up. if you, like, go hand it to someone, like, hey, yeah. I just got these at ShopRite. Here are some flowers just because. That's different. That's Joe, nice. do you think that's bad? I Joe? mean, I wouldn't do it, but... Oh. You'd you get know, the vase, too? Well, yeah. I mean, like, I bought flowers in the past, and I always buy a vase, and then I snip off the stems, and I put it in oh. the vase. Oh, Joe! Joe! We gotta talk after. We, we gotta talk afterwards. I got a proposition for you. Hold on. And, and sometimes I even put like the flower food in there. You know that comes with the flower food. I yeah, love put that. In there that. Too. We need See, more men like Joe. Joe, you're just attentive. Joe, I, we gotta talk. All right. If your man is not cutting your flower yeah. stems, don't don't date him. Even a if vase. If your man is not named Joe, don't <laughs> date him. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy, but. Should we have no? Let's let's stop. No let's more stop. story time. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right, so we'll move into our rule of life. Our rule of life for this episode is, like Miley Cyrus said, I can buy myself flowers, but just make sure you water them too. Oh, that's it. 
and put the food in there. Like Joe said, just put feed them. Right, that's our rule of life. Like Joe said, cut the stems. Cut the stems. Cut the stems and and feed your plant. That's it. Right. But anyways, guys. All right, everyone. Well, you know what time it is. So, no, but for real, guys, um, don't forget to subscribe and to rate our podcast on Apple and Spotify. I'm not sure if you can rate or all that in other platforms, but if you can, give us a five star. We really appreciate it. Um, again, share this podcast with your friends, your family, your grandma, your grandpa, your auntie, your uncle, everybody. Or and- your dad. <laughs> or Kenny. <laughs> Kenny. And we will see you next time. And follow us on Instagram. Bye.